I'm back for today, and I've got some draft thoughts, and also we've got some preseason hockey to talk about on this edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for well over a decade, and thanks for making this your first listen, and thanks for tuning in on the YouTubes and all that jazz. A reminder, this podcast is free and available across all platforms. My personal Twitter's at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter's at LO underscore Ducks. All right, let's get started. Um... First off, I mentioned on the last episode that some old episodes were showing up on YouTube. They're edited. I just got to post them up um, since I have time tonight. Um, Obviously, hospital visits and stuff has kept me away for now, but, you know, starting to feel a little bit better. Um, Yeah, and I'll talk more about other stuff at the end of today's podcast. But I got to start with some draft thoughts because... We're only a week away from the NHL draft. And I'm going to try to give as much content as possible for next week's draft because it is a big one for the Anaheim Ducks. And of course, all signs point to Adam Fantilli being the number two pick for the Anaheim Ducks. And it is now becoming almost universal. Pretty much every mock draft that I've seen, including our own, Yes, Adam Fantilli is the obvious number two pick. And every mock draft has said pretty much the same thing. Any other year, he would absolutely be the number one pick. And if it, if it wasn't for some guy named Connor Bedard, yeah, Fantilli would be the number one pick. And why wouldn't he? He is already an immense talent that we've seen. And even though he is Ontario-born... He chose to go the NCAA route, which I think is obviously a wise decision. Michigan made it to the Frozen Four. He was excellent for the Wolverines this season. He played, I think it was 36 games, and he got 65 points. That's an insane number. I remember the 30 goals specific. It was 30 goals. I remember that for sure. But 65 points in 36 games in any NCAA season that is considered stellar. Anyone that can be compared to Jack Eichel and Paul Correa, yeah, you want him on your team. And the comparables to Jack Eichel are obvious. In that draft, Jack Eichel was the obvious number two pick, and most other years he would have been number one. Except for some guy named Connor McDavid, another Connor, in fact. So McDavid and Eichel, your obvious one and two. And gee, look what Eichel just did. I'll talk about that on the second part of this podcast. Oh, Jack Eichel. And then there's the comparable to Paul Correa. The only reason for the comparable to Paul Correa is because he was the first freshman to win the Hobie Baker Award, and he also got drafted by the Mighty Ducks. And he was an integral part of that team. That's why there's the comparable. But 
their styles of hockey are a little bit different. I mean, I could see the speed being the same, but the shots are almost the same. But that's where the comparables kind of end. Because Fantilli is really his own kind of player and has his own style, which I think could complement an already burgeoning group of youngsters on this Ducks team. I mean, I, I look at the prospects for this Ducks team, and when you add Adam Fantilli to that list, then yes, this is a bit biased of me to say. But I think once you draft Fantilli, the Ducks would have the number one prospects pool in the entire National Hockey League. I mean, that bodes well that bodes well for the San Diego goals, that's for sure. The goals have a slew of great prospects. As long as they stay healthy, obviously. I mean, health was a big issue for the goals last season. And it extended down so horribly. And of course, most of those prospects were flourishing in juniors this season. Some of them will now be too old for juniors. Which means, load up the wheels. Let's get going. Let the kids play. And with the new coaches, it's going to be great. But having Fantilli on that team that already has a Zegris and a Drysdale and a McTavish, etc., etc., you're looking at possibly, possibly a core that can stay together for a number of years. And I think that would open up the Ducks championship window. I shouldn't be saying championship window because they were dead last last season. But when you think about what could be all you need is a chip in a chair to get into the playoffs. And obviously the Ducks, you know, they had that long stretch of division title after division title after division title. And they were all very, very good teams. Edmonton, I don't see them sticking around the top four that much longer. In fact, I think their window might be closing in two to three years. The Los Angeles Kings... They still have a very good team. They could be good for a while. San Jose, they don't have the prospects the Ducks do. The Coyotes are not even in the division anymore, so they're irrelevant. The Vancouver Canucks, ugh, they're kind of the same story. So the Ducks have a grand opportunity, aside from the Vegas Golden Knights, who just won a Stanley Cup. The Ducks could have an opportunity to sneak in there as one of the best teams in the division. Oh, you know what? I can't believe I forgot about the Kraken. The Kraken, they could be good for a while too. I mean, you're talking about three or four years down the line when Vegas's core begins to show its age when they finally start missing playoffs in consecutive years. It could be the Kraken, the Kings, and the Ducks all right there, all vine for a division championship but that's a long way away that's kind of what Fantilli can bring and something else that I really like about Fantilli's game is he kind of plays with a little bit of physicality I mean obviously a big body 6'2 a buck 87 some reports saying a buck 90 I could see him easily just filling out to be 6'2 6'3 200 pounds. That is a big boy. If he can develop that physicality even more, he could be a 
beast in the league. Never mind. Something that is not talked about enough. He's got a good defensive game. He will back check effectively. He will defend effectively. Something the Ducks were lacking this past season. So that's just my thoughts on Fantilli right now. And I'm definitely going to have more thoughts on Fantilli next week. You know, once I'm kind of, sort of back. And yeah, talk about that even more. But this will be the one, this will be the lone show this week as far as this podcast. And we'll go from there. All right. We're going to head into the first intermission. And I've got to talk about the Stanley Cup final. Because, you know, this is Locked on Ducks, but there's one particular player that I do have to talk about. I'm going to talk about it. It's obvious. We'll get to that on the other side. But let's talk about eBay Motors. For a championship team, unlike the Ducks, but like the Vegas Golden Knights, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit. Or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices every time on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Once again, you're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. We've got to talk about championship hockey going on. And we're going to start with the National Hockey League first. I'm saving the best, the best for last. But let's talk about the NHL and the Stanley Cup. I mean, Florida finally played like an eight seed and lost in five games to the Vegas Golden Knights. In fact, that final game was not even close. I was just kind of watching... A slow, painful death of the Florida... It was painful. Florida got bludgeoned in that final game. As the Miami Heat Big 3 used to say, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. You see where I'm going with this, right? Yeah, not four, not five. I can keep going. They gave up a total of nine goals. That is right. Nine, nine, nine goals at Vegas. Mm. You know what was the worst part about that? The worst part about that was that I think Bob stayed in there for the whole game. Why? Borowski gave up eight goals because one of them was an empty netter. That that was that was as painful. It wasn't even competitive most of the series. The three games in Vegas, 5-2, 7-2, 9-3. In the three games in Vegas, the Panthers were outscored 21-7. to 
kind of like another cup, which I'll talk about momentarily. But give credit to the Panthers. They did win the one game in overtime. So the Golden Knights didn't even get a regulation loss in the Stanley Cup final. It, it wasn't close. Vegas was obviously the better team. They completely outclassed the Florida Panthers in every way. It was revealed that there was some pretty significant injuries. Matthew Kachuk, he had a significant injury. So he didn't even play in Game 5. It just wasn't close. Florida rode that Cinderella ride as long as they could. And they just couldn't pull through. So the Vegas Golden Knights are your 2023 Stanley Cup champions. I know that pains a lot of Ducks fans. And it should. It should. Especially when you consider that Shea, Shea Theodore. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, can, can we talk about this for a second, please? Can, can we? The Ducks completely misplayed that. Giving up Shea Theodore for practically nothing to the Vegas Golden Knights. The way that whole expansion draft worked out... Looking back, what the F were they thinking? What what were they thinking? It, it still boggles my mind. And I know I've talked about that in the past. Maybe not this season, maybe not on the YouTube, but definitely on the audio side. I have talked about that in the past to great disgust. But man, what what a misplay during that expansion draft. Ugh. And there was there was a little part of me inside that went, Ugh, Shea Theodore got his cup. O- okay, fine. Good for him. I guess. Yeah. Can can you tell I was a little bit upset about that? Can can you tell? It it's even worse that Shea Theodore had a great game. In game five, I could see, okay, an apple, another apple, oh, a, a, a third apple. Yippee-yay. <sighs> Shea Theodore had 13 points in the playoffs. He, he looked good. He looked really good. Remember when Shea Theodore actually had, like, a decent showing for the Ducks way back? Before the expansion draft. Remember that? Remember 2017? Remember how good that Ducks team was? And they made it all the way to the conference final. And maybe, just maybe, if things had gone differently, that Western Conference final against the Nashville Predators, then maybe it would be a different story. But no. We're stuck with watching former Ducks continually lifting the cup and not only that but seeing former Ducks flourish in the postseason again 2017 2017 he had a good playoff I remember he had a couple of big goals in that 2017 run that should have ended better this year it was all about those primary apples and Shea Theodore was on top of things. Ugh. Yeah. 
Shea Theodore is a Stanley Cup champion, and so is Wild Bill. William Carlson, who was also a former Duck. I mean, not for not as long as Shea Theodore. I mean, what, Carlson was around for, you know, a cup of coffee. He was around for a few games, and that was it. So I shouldn't even count that. But it does count. He is a former Duck, so he also has his name etched on there. Oh, Carl, Carlson was on one during the parade and rally. One of the best drunken speeches ever. Ever. So, you know, good for him. And I'm only rooting for certain guys on that Vegas team, and that's it. And I wasn't even really rooting for them. I was kind of going, okay, they won. Fine. I think I would have I would have felt a little bit better if Florida had won it because I wanted to see Montour win it. It would have been cool to see Mahura win it. But, say la vie. That's what happened. Vegas Golden Knights, year 2023, Stanley Cup champions. I want to talk about the other cup championship going on that's still going on right now and this is getting on the personal side of the podcast um as you all might know by now i'm the public address for the coachella valley firebirds and you know based on i mean like it has been a struggle you know finding rides to and from the game has been a challenge since the accident that i talked about last podcast um i had to find rides for all of the games in the Western Conference Finals. That was not easy. I've had to find rides, you know, the first couple games. And, you know, luck, luckily I have a car for Game 7 tomorrow. Yes, there is still hockey going on. This is, in fact, the only hockey going on between the AHL's newest team and the AHL's youngest team. Yep, Game 7 will take place at Acrisure Arena in Palm Desert, California. Game 7, the best two words in sports. And I made an appearance on Locked on Kraken talking with Eric Ayala about this series because I had a, I have a front row view of this entire playoff run. And Coachella Valley has been an amazing story. I think, you know, once it's all said and done, once I look back on it, you know, I kind of would like to have a podcast if that's okay with you the fans just to have a podcast not about the ducks but just about this amazing ride it's been and what it's been like from my perspective so you know hopefully if you guys don't mind that i don't talk about the ducks for one entire episode just to talk about this amazing ride that it's been and for me to get to introduce this the calder cup tomorrow that's that's something that's really something so if you want to check it out um if you're in the palm springs coachella valley area it's on local i want to say channel 3 or channel 11 but the firebirds are going to be on local tv if you're in the seattle area it's on root sports for everybody else including everyone in socal that game will be on nhl network so you get to hear me in the background 
And right now, my pain is only about a 1 to 2. So I think for one final game, I can give it my all, even if it hurts a little bit. But this will be the first time in weeks that I could go full voice, full, full throttle for one final game. Cannot wait. So as you can see, you know, let, let, let's go Firebirds. Yep, there you go, Fuego. So why am I talking about the AHL? Well, it's the only hockey going on. I, I sincerely hope that you guys will support, and I hope you guys will watch NHL Network tomorrow at 7 p.m. Pacific. And why why does this segue to the Ducks podcast? I'll tell you why. Acrisure Arena, home of the Coachella Valley Firebirds, will host an NHL preseason game. And I can now reveal this, that this preseason game will feature the Coyotes versus your Anaheim Ducks. Yes, you heard me right. The first preseason game for the NHL at Acrisure Arena will feature the Arizona Coyotes and the Anaheim Ducks. I expect a pretty big crowd for that one. If it's anything like these just unbelievable games during the playoffs, I expect a big crowd for that one. So once again, that is going to take place Sunday, October 1st at 3 p.m. Ducks versus Coyotes. That's going to be a blast, folks. Two teams that are not in traditional markets playing in an NHL arena that is also not a traditional market. That'll be fun for me. I cannot wait. Um, If Phil is not doing PA, then I would assuredly be doing PA for that game. Either way, I'll be there for that one. So that's October 1st. But we also have a couple other games. The Coyotes and Ducks play... Thursday, October 5th at 7 p.m. at the Ponda. So yeah, Coyotes again. And then Saturday, October 7th at the Tucson Convention Center, home of the Tucson Roadrunners. That's Saturday, October 7th at 3 p.m. So that's a partial reveal of the Ducks preseason schedule. Once again, October 1st, October 5th, and October 7th, all against the Coyotes. So check out check out those games. And if you're a Locked On Ducks listener or watcher, I hope to see you guys at Acrisure Arena October 1st. I sincerely hope to see as many Ducks fans as possible, as many friends as possible. I would love to, to have you guys come out and check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I think I have no problem pronouncing some of those names. Trevor Zegris, Jamie... Dr- yeah, of course I know how to pronounce these names. Of course I do. <laughs> anyway. So, that's what's going on there. Yeah, cannot wait. Um, I'll get a little bit personal here to finish off the podcast. Um, the reason that next week and the week after is going to be... Again, spotty as far as episodes go go is one still having doctor visits, and two um, just found out that my aunt passed away, so I'm going to be having family visiting starting late next week. So obviously that'll affect draft coverage. Unfortunately, it's it is going to affect draft coverage 
you know, that's just how it's going to go, unfortunately. Um, but family comes first in this case, and it, it sucks. But, you know, I'm going to try to at least get some kind of content out after the draft. But obviously, you know, with with a pretty significant death in the family, that has to come first. So I just want to make you all aware of what's going on. You know, yeah. This has been a this has been a tough one. This has been a tough month for me, but you know, right when I'm starting to feel better, you know, something else sadly happens. So just want to let you guys know, you know, with full transparency, let you know what is going on with the podcast. Just a lot of personal stuff happening all at once. You know, multiple hospital visits, and now that. You know, it, it's not easy. It, it's not easy when there's everything going on. And also trying to finish off this Calder Cup run. You know, it's tough. It's really tough. But, you know, for those of you that have sent some kind words, I sincerely thank you all from the bottom of my heart. I really appreciate it, folks. Okay, um, that's going to do it for this podcast. Once again, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, ad-free on Amazon. You could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD and the show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. And, you know, I sincerely mean this, but once again, thank you all for your continued support. It is so greatly appreciated. And the next time you see me, um, this will be chopped off. And also a reminder, uh, we're going to have the Locked On Mock Draft so we'll have the mock draft available on this YouTube channel and also on the audio channel. So make sure you stick around and stay tuned for that. That'll be later on this week. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of your night. Please remember to be safe out there. Please be safe out there. Be kind to one another and ducks fly together.